I'm on this one thought, and I've been on it since, uh, I, I mean, you, you don't have to get, you can wake up in the morning feeling the greatest you ever felt and turn your TV on listen to news for 10 minutes, and you, you, you begin to hate life again. And it don't take much to get you just get despaired and, and downtrodden on what's going on in this world. But I've, I've been looking at this uh, one voice, lifting up our voice, and uh uh, in the last year and a half, we've heard from everything, from everybody, from everywhere about what we can and what we can't do. But I do believe in my heart, more than ever in this nation, in this world, uh, they need to hear the voice of the redeemed of God's people. The Bible said, let the redeemed say so. The church is the ground and the uh, pillar of truth. Uh, the church is the salt of the earth, the light of the world. And therefore tonight I believe the church is the voice of truth in a world of deception. The church is the voice of hope in a world of despair. And the church is the voice of light in a world of darkness that we live in tonight. So you realize tonight that, that the church, God's redeemed, born again, has the greatest song that's ever been sung. They have the greatest story that's ever been told we have the greatest message that's ever been proclaimed and that message is jesus saves tonight i want you to look at a warrior a man uh, named david and how david lifted his voice up a challenge as he lift up his voice in the text he is rallying the troops in first seven first samuel chapter 17 tonight David lift up this voice of challenge, trying to rally the troops around. Not only was he going to stand for God in his day, not only is he also encouraging all those that's standing around him that's uh, afraid and they're despaired, they're scared to death, but he's trying to get them to stand for God. Can I say David is still encouraging people today with his words to stand for God. I know we need to witness to people. I, I, we support those that go out and missionaries and, and preach the gospel all around this world. We need to spread the gospel. We need to preach the gospel. But what I've been seeing all around us in the time in which we live, not only do we need to witness and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we need to lift our voices up and challenge the Christians, the born again, encourage the people of God. It's not time to give up. It's not time to turn your back. It's not time to walk away this pandemic that's going on in this world. And because of all that's going on, it's not time uh, uh, to give up. It's, not, uh, it's almost crippled the fire in the church tonight. Pastors are giving up. Churches are closing the doors because of the pandemic. Because the, the, it's, it's, they're afraid. I'm telling you, we need to lift our voice up of challenge tonight. We need to rally the troops. We need to be encouraging each other. We, need, we serve together, we pray together, we shout together. And one day, praise God, we're going to go home together. Amen. 
The voice of challenge. Now is the time that, that we as a Christian need to rally other Christians together because the enemy has not changed. It's still the flesh, it's still the world, and it's still the devil. The enemy has not changed. In the text, David goes down to the battlefield. He wants to know why Saul and his brother and all the other soldiers are so afraid and intimidated. Looking at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse number 29. David said, what have I now done? And I, I love this. You ought to underline this in your Bible and you ought to put it somewhere every day that you can see it. Is not there a cause? Is there not a cause? He lifted his voice of challenge. Is, is there not a cause? He looks at all of those that are afraid and said, Is there not a cause? And he turned from the from him toward another, and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him and again after the same manner. He spoke in the same manner. Is there not a cause? David is trying to rally the troops up. He's trying to lift his voice of challenge. He's looking in every direction. He's looking at those all around him. Is there not a cause? In other words, there is a reason why I showed up. There is a reason why I suit up. There is a reason why I put my life on the line. There is, a, there is a cause. Can I say to you tonight, there is a cause, there is a reason, and I, His name is Jesus Christ tonight. And David said to Saul, I love this, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. David said, let no man's heart fail fail because of him. Jesus said, let no heart, let not your hearts be troubled. We have a word of God for our family. We have a word of God for our church. We have a word of God for our hearts. We got a word of God for our country today. Let no heart, let no man's heart fail because of him. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Bible says that uh, if God goes before us, who can go against us tonight? Then he said, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. David said, thy servant will go. And as Paul Harvey said, and the rest of the story. History was made. It was, the victory was won that day. Because while everybody was afraid, no man was saying, I, I'm willing and I'm challenged and I'm, I'm ready. And I'm, I, I, while he was doing it, he was rallying the troops because he said, hey, there is a cause. And that's such a wonderful line that it still needs to be said tonight. In this country that we're living in, in this world that we're living in, there is a cause. Looking at those three verses, there Four causes I want to show you right quick and then we'll go home. The first cause, David looks like this. Look here like this. There is his cause. His cause. Do you know the first thing that got David's attention was not how big the giant was, 
was not how big his sword was, was not how big his spear was, was not how big his sheet was. Uh, you know, the first thing that got David's attention, it was his loud mouth. Now, can I tell you that? That's the same it is today. What gets anybody's attention is somebody's loud mouth. That's what got David's attention with this guy and what's coming out of his now mouth. It infuriated David. It infuriated him. He's not cursing Saul. Uh, uh, David respected Saul. He's not uh, cursing the sons of Jesse, although one of the sons of Jesse is going to bring him down. He's not out there ra railing on the troops of Israel. He's not bringing down the nation of Israel. What caught David's attention is he is blaspheming that's coming out of this giant's mouth. Dave heard it before he even saw him. He said to the king, he said, and to his brothers and to all the other soldiers that were standing around him, somebody needs to do something about that uncircumcised Philistine. Now, I can imagine David is 17 years old. He's a ruddy little boy there. And, and all these troops uh, running around with his armor on and all his things and bigger than David. And, and David is the only one willing to say, uh, hey, somebody needs to do something now. He's defying the armies of the living God. David realized there was his cause, the cause of the glory of God. The cause of God, the name and the, the cause of God, the honor. And let me say that he is a great God. He's a holy God. He's a righteous God. He's a sovereign God. He's a just God. He's the eternal God. He is great for you and I tonight. And I cannot spit out air of blasphemy of my God tonight. And I, it just burns me up when somebody else does it. God is so great to have his name Run through the dirt tonight. Does not it irritate you to hear people use God's name in the way it should not be used? Take the Lord's name in vain. Your Savior, my Savior. Cussing Him if they will. But He is the rock. He is the rock that I lean on. I'm proud that He is my Lord. I am proud that He is my Savior. He's the dearest friend that I've ever had. He's my Lord. He's my Master. He's my Savior. In Acts 4, uh, Peter said, Neither is there salvation any other. There is none other name under heaven given among man where man must be saved. That name, Jesus, Paul said, wherefore God also have highly exalted him and given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and the things in heaven and the things in earth and the things beneath the earth, that every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord and glory to God the Father. That name means something. And, and David knew that this uh, uh, giant was defiling the armies of the living God. He was cursing his God. He said, there is a cause and it's his cause he is the king he is the lord he's the savior he is holy he's righteous and he's worthy of our service he is worthy of our worship he's worthy of our amen he's worthy of our praise it is his cause 
Lift up his name. David said, I, I'm, in, I'm, this thing, I'm in this thing for God. And can I remind you that God's word, that we're preaching it right now, is God's church. And we're loving God's church. It is God's work. And we're serving God. There's no one here more important than God. There's nothing more important than your family than God. Aren't you glad it's His holiness, it's His glory, His word, it's His name. Let us step up the plate tonight. And let's encourage each other. Let's, let's encourage our brothers and sisters in Christ to take the challenge and stand up, stand up and proclaim the name of Jesus tonight. There is His cause. Then David looked around and said, there is their cause. Who is that Israel's cause? God's chosen people. His fellow soldiers, uh, the ones that is keeping the tabernacle, the nation that has been called out to glorify the name of God, the nation that God will use to bring in the emancipator, the anointed one, the Christ into this world. David looked at the king, he said, looks at his kingdom, and he looks at his brothers, and he looks all around at his fellow companions. There is a cause, and it's their cause. You know what David said? My king needs me. My, my nation needs me. My, my friends need me. My family needs me. Can I remind you tonight, there is a cause. It's their cause. The church needs you. The body of Christ needs you. Your family needs you. Your friend needs you. Your God needs you. There is a cause. And if we're going to go to church and pray and pay tithes, you say, well, that's just between me and God. Well, you may say that is and that might be right. But let me tell you, those that you sit around in the pews day in and day out, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, those that you sit around, you get to know them. You, you, cut, you, you, you build a, a fellowship with them. Uh, you can hear them when they say under their breath, amen. Or you can hear them when they're under their breath and say, curse that preacher. You can hear, you, you build some fellowship with those that are around you. And let me tell you, that encourages somebody to keep going, to keep going, and keep going forward. Don't walk out, don't turn around, because there are people around you that need you tonight. The church needs you, God needs you tonight. To stand up and encourage those that start to fall away. Don't give up. Keep going. There's a better day coming. David said there is a cause. There is a cause. You come to church because you're faithful to God. Not just paying your tithes. When you come to church you pray and worship God. You're being a blessing to the people around you. People behind you, people beside you, people in front of you. You're being a blessing to those that are around you. Church needs people that will operate in the faith of God and not fear. And not fear. This church has been good to people. The church has been good to us. 
And we ought to be good to the church tonight. There is a cause. I do believe it is a worthy cause. Thank God for the family of God tonight. There's a cause of God's honor. There's a cause of God's people. David says there is his cause. I, I'm going to stand there is his cause. Then David looked around at all those around them that were afraid, ready to give up, and ready to toss it in and run away. David said there is their cause. They need to see somebody to stand up and somebody not to be afraid. Somebody needs to stand up for God. And we got Christians tonight that need to see somebody to stand up and says, glory to God. Amen. But not only did David say it is his cause and their cause, but David said, do you know what? There is my cause, my cause. David says there's not a cause. David, uh, what is your cause? My cause is if cursing God, this Philistine, he's, he's rallying my families. It's their cause. My king, it's his cause. But if I don't do something about this, David said, if I don't do something about it, I'm going to sin against my own conscience. Yes, I, I heard that voice calling me. Yes, I heard without calling me. But David said, there's a voice down inside of me that's within me that's calling me. And David said, I cannot sit by idly. I cannot just turn away. I cannot be lethargical about it. That my own conscience is telling me there is a cause. And I've got my own calling. I'm hearing that voice. i got to make my mind up. In other words, sit down fine. If the king sits down, fine. If all the soldiers around him sits down, fine. If my family sits down, fine. But I'm going to sin against my own conscience if I don't get out there and fight the giant. We need more Christians today that says the flame has started to go dim inside. And we need more Christians today that says, hey, I need to get a hold of God. I need the flame to become up. I need to get a touch of God. And I need that flame to start growing and get that flame growing up inside. We need to be like David says, hey, there is a cause. It may be his cause and their cause, but it's my cause. I want to be on fire for God. When God comes back, I want him to find me faithful and burning and preaching the word of God. There is a cause. It was his cause, their cause, my cause. This nation was struggling when it began. And it was founded on religious freedom. Boy, we're getting ready to see that pull right up and under us. In Halifax County, Virginia, at the courthouse, years ago, three Baptist preachers were beaten at the courthouse. Because they proclaimed the name of Jesus. They were preached to the common man. And they didn't want to hear it. A little bitty old lawyer stood up. You may have heard of him. His name is Patrick Henry. He said, I know not what cause others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death. 
I'm telling you, you're going to have to put that down in your soul. You're going to have to like that. You're going to have to say, God, I know trouble is coming. I know persecution is coming. I know they're coming after me. They're trying to stamp God out. They're trying to stamp Jesus out. They don't want the word of God because it offends them. I'm telling you, God, I know what cause weather may take, but for me, give me liberty or give me death. I, I want to be a servant to God. Not a servant to man. It's, you're sitting here with the lights on. You're sitting here with the doors open. You're sitting in the pews. Why? Because your forefathers said there is a cause. Hey, this church is here because people got together and said, hey, there is a cause. We're still going tonight because there is a cause. We got young people here tonight to know that, hey, we're saying there is a cause and we need to keep that cause going. It's his cause, their cause, my cause. Then David said there is the cause. Who is the cause? Includes the whole wide world. The whole world benefited from David's victory in the valley. If the church would reach down low in their souls and get a hold of some resources of the Holy Ghost unction, we can stand for God in the midst of this pandemic. And the world would be better off for it. Let me say that again. If we as Christians, so-called Christians, blood bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, say we're on our way to heaven, if we reach down inside and let the Holy Spirit get a hold of us and get an unction and say, I'm going to stand and I'm going to praise God in the midst of this pandemic, the world would be better off for it tonight. Saul asked David, you're 17 years old. My soldiers are trained in battles. My soldiers are trained in warfare. What, what makes you think that you can go out and defeat this giant? My men don't even want to face it. What makes you think you can go out there and fight this giant? I look what David told him. He said, hey, there was a bear. It came out to me, but God delivering me from the paws of that bear. He said, there was a lion that came after me, but God delivered me out of the paws of that lion. And he says, my God is going to deliver me out of the hand of that Philistine right now. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. We can look at this world as a Philistine giant. It may look big. Pandemic may look big. But my God will deliver you from the hands of this world tonight. Just trust in Him. Believe in Him. Thank you. Amen. Hey, what do you think David used? King tried to put him on his uh, uh, armor and all that stuff and his sword. He, it didn't fit David. David couldn't have. David used what he has proved. David used what he was used to. David used what he knowed. Let me just say this. You've got your rock right here. You just start using it. 
you just start proving it. Say, hey, Lord, I, 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 I need some help tonight. Right here it is in his words. Any man come unto me. I will, I'm telling you, in his word is what you need today. David said, I, I proved the word. Lord has shown me and trusted him all over and over. David used his sling and his rock. If we have the Lord is on our side, we can conquer the battle. We can come out on the other side better than we are on this side. Can I say that again? We can come out better on the other side. And let me just say this. No matter what happens on this side, no matter what you go through on this side, no matter what it looks like on this side, no matter what they say about you on this side, no matter what they drag you through on this side, no matter what torture they put on you on this side, no matter what persecution they put on you this side, no matter what storm comes at you on this side, on that side, it is a better place to be. I can't wait to get there. I'm tired of this. I get wore out. I turn the TV on news talking about this and that and this and that. Oh, God, we need. We, I, I, in fact, I got down and prayed. I said, Lord, come quickly. Please come quickly, Lord. There's others that need to be saved. There's others that need to hear the word of God. And that, that's why I'm saying we need to have the voice of challenge. You and I am encouraging you, challenge you to be just like David. No matter what's coming at you, no matter what's standing up, you stand up for God. If you're the only... Hey, the armies of Israel were standing there, the king of Israel, there, and none of them were standing for God. Here this little old ruddy 17-year-old boy comes and says, if y'all won't do it, I'll do it. I'm just telling you, we need some people to be challenged to stand up for God and give God the glory because He is worthy of our service. He is worthy of our praise. I want you to leave tonight determined to live for God. Raise your family to live for God. Do what is right because He is worthy tonight. Glory to God. The voice of challenge tonight, you have been challenged. The world has challenged you too. Who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to listen to? I'm afraid there's too many Christians that are starting to listen to the world. They're starting to put their faith, their hope in the things that government says. And I, I can take you to the Bible here tonight and go through the Bible and show you what the Bible says that goes against what they say. So you've got to make up your mind who you're going to believe and who you're going to trust. And that's Jesus Christ. Because he's the only way. We need to lift our voices up and challenge tonight. Every Christian needs to stand up. We need to reach down inside of us, get some of that Holy Ghost unction and say, I'm going to stand for God in the midst of all that we're facing. We ain't facing nothing yet, but it's coming. It's coming. It's going to get rough. You need to get prepared for it. The voice of one.